This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, Ar-Rahmani Ar-Rahimi Maliki Yomidin. Allahumma laka alhamdu ilayka al-mushtaka, wa bika thiqatu wa alayka al-tukulan, wa la hawla wa la quwwata illa billahi al-aliyu al-azim. Rabbi shrahi sadri, wa yassir li amri, wa hul'uqata min lisani yafqahu qawli. اللهم لا سهل إلا ما جعلته سهلا وأن تجعل الحزن إذا شئت سهلا اللهم صل وسلم على سيدنا وحبيبنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن اهتدى بهديه واستنى بسنته ودعا بدعوته إلى يوم الدين سلام تعالى This is our uh, eighth lesson where we were studying the tafsir of سورة البقرة and last time we stopped at verse number 54 we were speaking about the story of Banu Israel, the people of Musa alayhi salam, or the children of Israel. We know by now who Israel was. That was Prophet Yaqub alayhi salam. And whenever we say Banu Israel, we're talking about his descendants. We know again that this surah is a Madani surah, and you should always remember the context behind these conversations and what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying. Allah, the Prophet sallallahu is now uh, speaking to the Yahud of Medina and they are being told to not fall into the same error and mistake that your people the ones that were with Musa السلام, fell into and they are being reminded of the blessings Allah gave Banu Israel and we are also learning about how Allah blessed Banu Israel how they were ungrateful the mistakes and errors they committed how they were punished this is number one a reminder to the Yahud the Prophet was speaking to from his time to not fall into the same error as your forefathers. It is also a reminder to everyone else and any reader to ponder over whenever Allah blesses you, whenever Allah gives you khair and blessings and barakah, that you should be grateful. When Allah commands you to do something, you should do it. And when Allah sends messengers, you should follow them. Do not end up like those who disobeyed, those who didn't listen. Do not end up like Banu Israel. We spoke about how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned that the Banu Israel were the people that were given a lot of virtue over other nations. And Allah says about them, I've preferred you over all of the alameen. And we mentioned that they were among the best nations and they were given among the best blessings, yet they were ungrateful and they fell into grave mistakes and errors. Allah then reminded us and reminded uh, them about all the good that was done for them, such as the being saved from enslavement and the torment of Fir'aun, how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saved them through miraculous means. Musa was sent to them, the sea was split for them, they were saved, their enemy Fir'aun was drowned. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talked about how when, uh, they, when Musa went to the appointed time with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with Adna Musa Arba'in Laylatan for 40 nights, how when Allah was giving him the Torah, that while this was happening, that the people whom he left Harun in charge with, they've committed shirk by worshipping the ijl, the calf or the cow. And how Allah forgave them. ثُمَّ عَفَوْنَا عَنْكُمْ مِنْ بَعْدِ ذَلِكَ Verse 53 or 52 when Allah is saying and then we forgave you and pardoned you after committing shirk. 
لَعَلَّكُمْ تَشْكُرُونَ So that you may be grateful. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions another blessings that was given to them. And that blessing was the blessing of revelation. وَإِذْ آتَيْنَا مُوسَى الْكِتَابَ وَالْفُرْقَانِ And when we gave Musa al-kitab, the Torah, wal-furqan, and the criterion, la'allakum tahtadun, so that you may be guided. So here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about this great blessing of them receiving revelation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And yes, receiving guidance from Allah is among the greatest blessings. Even us, when we revealed, when we receive the Qur'an that we have in front of us, it is the greatest blessings. In Surah Al-Rahman, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is speaking about some of the blessings that He has bestowed upon us, Allah says, Ar-Rahman, the most merciful. Allam Al-Qur'an, He taught the Qur'an. خلق الإنسان and created mankind علمه البيان and he taught him بيان and speech and eloquence here what's interesting is that the first thing Allah mentions that he has given us and blessed us with in Surah Al-Rahman is علم القرآن the fact that Allah taught us the Quran revelation is among the greatest blessings that Allah can give a people because it teaches them right from wrong and teaches them the best way to live. Here Allah is saying to among the blessings, وَإِذْ آتَيْنَا أَيْوَذْكُرْ Mention and remember when we gave Musa الْكِتَابَ The book. إِجْمَعَ المفسرين This book is referring to the Torah. وَالْفُرْقَانِ And we gave him the Furqan. لَعَلَّكُمْ تَهْتَدُونَ So that you may be guided. Now what is this Furqan referring to? The Furqan, the scholars have a few opinions on this. One is that it's just another description of the Torah. Allah is saying, and remember when we gave Musa the Torah, which is a Furqan. And a Furqan is that which is able to distinguish truth from falsehood and right from wrong. Other scholars have said, وَإِذْ أَتَيْنَا مُوسَ الْكِتَابَ And remember when we gave Musa the Torah, وَالْفُرْقَانَ And we gave Musa these miracles that which distinguishes truth from falsehood. The staff of Musa was truth. That which the magician conjured up was falsehood. The uh, miracle of splitting the sea. All of these things, that one, the, the one who looks at those will immediately understand that Musa is upon the truth. So we gave him the Furqan. لَعَلَّكُمْ تَهْتَدُونَ So that you may be guided. طيب. Another blessing. So we're still counting the blessings that Allah has given Banu Israel. Earlier we mentioned, When we saved you from the people of Fir'aun. Then Allah said, When we split the ocean for you. Then Allah said, When we forgave you after you committed shirk and worshipped the cow. Then Allah said, and remember when we gave Musa the Torah again for your guidance. These are all blessings that Allah is giving them. Tayyib. Now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us in more detail what transpired with regards to the worship of the, the, the golden cow that they've created, that Samiri made, a man called Samiri. Allah explains his story in a lot more detail in Surah Al-Taha. Tayyib. And if I could sum it up quite quickly, there was some jewelry that was left uh, that the people of uh, the Banu Israel, when they left Egypt, there were some jewelry and gold that they, they had with them that some scholars say they borrowed and others say they stole and Allah knows best. And then this was gathered and then he melted this and he formed this bull or this cow which, and then he took qabdatan min athari rasuli he took uh, Angel Jibreel who was on a horse, wherever his horse would step on, 
it would produce greenery. And he would take this. Samiri saw this, he would take this, and he added that to whatever he was making, or he, he would put it in, in the bull's mouth, and then it started making this noise, just as Allahu khawar. And then he said, هَذَا إِلَهُكُمْ وَإِلَهُ مُوسَى فَنَسِي Remember, Musa is gone. Musa is uh, 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 on the journey, the trek that he made, to receive the Torah. While he is gone, Samiri is creating this uh, idol and telling the people, هَذَا إِلَهُكُمْ وَإِلَهُ مُوسَى فَنَسِي This is your Lord, your, the one worthy of worship. You should worship this, this, this uh, bull or this cow. And, and you should... Um, هَذَا إِلَهُكُمْ وَإِلَهُ مُوسَى And it is the ilah of Musa as well, فَنَسِي But he forgot. So this is what's happening while Musa is gone. Who is amongst the people? Harun alayhi salam. And Harun tries to stop it, but they don't listen. They don't listen. Then Harun stays among the Banu Israel. Although some of them, many of them are committing shirk, others were not. And he stayed with them, although they were falling into this heinous crime of shirk. Then Musa comes back. And he comes back with the Torah. This is when he sees what has happened. And he is extremely upset. He's extremely upset. And uh, in fact, Musa is told by Allah Almighty that his people have committed shirk. In Surah Taha, Allah mentions that Allah tells him what, that, that while, he is, while Musa hasn't come back yet, he is informed by Allah what his people have done. But then when he comes and he sees it, he becomes extremely upset to the point where the tablets that he receives of the Torah, he throws it out of anger. And what's interesting is, the Prophet ﷺ said in the hadith, the Prophet mentioned this story, and then the Prophet ﷺ said a statement that is used quite often, uh, which means being informed about something is not the same as seeing it. Right? So Musa knew what his people have done. Right? And Allah tells him that. Allah tells him that they have fallen into shirk. Um, then uh, when he arrives and he sees it, Musa becomes extremely angry. Although he already knew what happened, but actually seeing them bowing down and worshipping and, and the idol they've created, this upsets him to the, so much. And the Prophet ﷺ then said, وَلَيْسَ الْخَبَرُ كَالْمُعَايَنَةِ And see, hearing about something is not the same as seeing it. It's interesting, this, this phrase, لَيْسَ الْخَبَرُ كَالْمُعَايَنَةِ is said quite often, but people might not know that this is a statement from the Prophet ﷺ in reference of this qissa. Anyway, so this is the background of how they came to worship the ijl. And of course this is shirk and we know that shirk is among the worst crimes one can commit. And especially Banu Israel who saw the miracles of Allah Almighty, who were with a prophet, who were told and taught to worship Allah Almighty alone, they fell into this shirk. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgave them, but how their forgiveness came about is what we're going to learn about inshaAllah ta'ala. Allah says in verse 54, And remember when Musa said to his people, Ya qawmi, O my people, innakum dhalamtum anfusakum, indeed you have wronged yourselves, by taking the calf or the, or the cow as a by taking this cow as a god, you have wronged yourself. So what are you supposed to do? So repent to your Lord, your Creator. The word bari, it means khaliq. And some scholars say it means khaliq, it means the one who created without, uh, uh, who, who, who is the first to create. So, so you have committed shirk 
by worshipping this idol, now repent to your Creator. Fatubu ila bariukum, e fatubu ila khalikukum, repent to your Creator. Faktulu anfusakum and kill yourselves. Thalikum khayrun lakum inda bariukum, that is better for you with regards to your Lord. And then they did that, they killed themselves. Fataba alaykum, then Allah. Accepted your repentance إِنَّهُ وَالتَّوَابُ الرَّحِيمُ Allah is the tawab, the one who accepts the repentance الرَّحِيمُ The most merciful طيب. So what does this verse mean? So Musa, when he saw what his people committed The shirk they were committing First he became extremely upset at Harun And he said to Harun When they did this, why didn't you come with me? أَلَّا تَتَبِعَنِي أَفَعَصَيْتَ أَمْرِي If you saw them commit shirk Why didn't you just leave them? Why didn't you join me? Uh, and he became upset at his brother Harun alayhi salam But then Harun said an taqul bani Israel. I was worried that you would have said You've split Bani Israel into two camps And this shows you the importance of unity Although they were committing shirk Harun was worried about the unity of Bani Israel So he didn't uh, leave them He stayed among them although they were committing shirk Al-Muhim then Musa dealt with Samiri And that story inshallah ta'ala Perhaps you can talk about it another time But what this ayah is referring to Is their repentance How did the people who committed shirk Repent And that is mentioned in this verse فَقْتُلُوا أَنفُسَكُمْ Kill yourselves Now ikhwani filah This is referring to the punishment For the Banu Israel that committed shirk And their punishment was That they were, they were put into two camps and there are a few different opinions that our Mufassirin have mentioned. One is that everyone was told to kill one another. And one would kill whoever would come in front of him, whether that be his son or father. And there was a massacre and a slaughter that happened. And they were told to keep on killing themselves, meaning each other, until their repentance came. And Musa and Harun were asking Allah Almighty to forgive them. And finally, when many of them died, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgave them Those among them who died Died as martyrs and were forgiven Those among them that survived Their repentance was accepted uh, Other scholars have said It meant uh, So those who so Remember there was a group of the Israel That didn't participate in the shirk So the, the punishment was Those among you that didn't do shirk Kill those who did so this is what happened And then again this was their repentance So they were forgiven They were forgiven Allah accepted his repentance So those among them that died died as martyrs And those among them that, that uh, And they were forgiving And like Allah is saying here rahim. So that is the, the event that transpired there, The punishment for uh, Not following Musa salam, And falling into shirk Was that they were put to death and this was an extreme form of repentance, but Allah accepted their repentance. And the scholars, they also highlight that this was better for them. Why? Because Allah said so here, ذَلِكُمْ خَيْرٌ لَكُمْ This is better for you. Why? Because if you live upon shirk, and you die upon shirk, without your repentance being accepted, you will be in hellfire forever. But now, yes, they went through this punishment, but they were forgiven by the Almighty. طيب. So this is how Allah forgave them. Uh, and remember when Musa said to his people Ya qawmi, O my people So he's speaking to those who committed shirk and worshipped the kaf Indeed you have wronged yourself By taking this ijl as a god 
and worshipping it. فَتُوبُوا إِلَى بَارِئِكُمْ So repent to your Creator. فَاقْتُلُوا أَنفُسَكُمْ And kill yourselves. ذَلِكُمْ خَيْرٌ لَكُمْ عِنْدَ بَارِئِكُمْ This is better for you with regards to your Lord. فَتَابَ عَلَيْكُمْ The repentance was accepted. إِنَّهُ وَتَوَابُ الرَّحِيمُ Allah is the acceptor of repentance and the most merciful. So, kill yourselves means kill the wrongdoers here. Not themselves actually, but to kill the wrongdoers. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions another verse, uh, another blessings. وَإِذْ قُلْتُمْ يَا مُوسَىٰ لَنْ نُؤْمِنَ لَكَ حَتَّى نَرَى اللَّهَ جَهْرًا فَأَخْذَتْكُمُ الصَّاعِقَةُ وَأَنْتُمْ تَنْظُرُونَ And remember, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, remember when you said to Musa, we shall never believe you, لَنْ نُؤْمِنَ لَكَ we shall never believe you, حَتَّى نَرَى اللَّهَ جَهْرَةً until we see Allah plainly with our own eyes. فَأَخَذَتْكُمُ الصَّاعِقَةُ And when you said this, فَأَخَذَتْكُمُ الصَّاعِقَةُ Then the thunderbolt or the lightning took you. وَأَنْتُمْ تَنْظُرُونَ While you were looking. You were seized by the thunderbolt while you were looking. Here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is referring to another qisla that happened. And this is that, uh, some scholars say, it, this is related to the 70 men that went with Musa alayhi salam, the chosen men. وَاخْتَارَ مُوسَى مِنْ قَوْمِهِ سَبْعِينَ رَجُلًا When in Surah Araf, Allah mentions that Musa chose 70 men who went with them. This is when he was going on his miqat. And it was during this time that they will say, and these were among the best of his people, subhanAllah. The, and then they will say, أَرِنَ اللَّهَ جَهْرَةً Show us, O Musa, we will not believe you, we will not follow you, we will not believe you, حَتَّى نَرَى اللَّهَ جَهْرَةً Until we see Allah, جَهْرَةً عَيَانًا Means with our own eyes. They requested to see Allah or they wouldn't believe. This shows you uh, how far gone almost uh, the the, the Israel were and, and how arrogant they were in what they're asking. Now one might argue, Musa asked to see Allah as well. So why is it bad when the Banu Israel do it, but it is okay when Musa did it? And this is very simple. When Musa asked Allah Almighty to see him, he was asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to see him ru'ya to in'am, he actually wanted to meet his Lord out of love, out of hope. He wanted to see Allah Almighty. And this is something that we believe in. One day the believers, when they enter Jannah, they will see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like this is mentioned many places in the Quran, alluded to, and it's also mentioned by the Prophet sallallahu when he said, إِنَّكُمْ سَتَرَوْنَ رَبَّكُمْ You will all see your Lord. So, this is what Musa wanted. But then Allah tells him, لَن تَرَانِ You will not see me. Why? Because it is not from the nature of this world that you see Allah Almighty. But when the Yahud or the Ben Israel are asking Musa to see Allah, what is the statement that they said right before? They said, لَن نُؤْمِنَ لَكَ We will not believe you. And some of the ulama of Tafsir, they mentioned that this was when he received the Torah. They were like, how do we know you didn't write this Torah? How do we know it's from Allah? We're not going to believe you. We need to see Allah first. So that we can see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala plainly and manifest with our own eyes. Other scholars, they mention also another faida which is the word jahratan can also mean a jaharu biha. فَقَالُوا And they said, أَرِنَ اللَّهَ جَهْرَةً Show us Allah. They actually said that jahratan speaking loudly. It means this is such a bad thing to say. How dare you say, I'm not going to believe until I see Allah. It's فَقَالُوهَا جَهْرَةً أَيْ جَهْرُوا بِهَذَا الْقَوْلِ فَأَخَذَتْكُمُ الصَّاعِقَةً So Allah is saying, remember when you said that? 
Remember when you did that, when you requested to see Allah or else you wouldn't believe? فَأَخَذَتْكُمُ الصَّاعِقَةِ Then the thunderbolt seized you. Now the word sa'iqa, ikhwani fillah, is something that you'll come across the Quran quite often. Some of the scholars say the sa'iqa is a fire that will descend from the heavens and will destroy them. Some say it's lightning. Others say it is a loud explosion that sees them and they die as a result of it. And Allah knows best. So the sa'iqa, فَأَخَذَتْكُمُ الصَّاعِقَةِ The sa'iqa seized you and it resulted for, as, for them to die. وَأَنْتُمْ تَنْظُرُونَ While you were looking So each one was seeing the other man before him fall to the ground and, and, and die And they all died This was their punishment for this blasphemous statement When they said We will not believe until we see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala حَتَّى نَرَى اللَّهَ جَهْرَةً فَأَخَذَتْكُمُ الصَّاعِقَةِ وَأَنْتُمْ تَنْظُرُونَ Then the sa'iqa seized you and took you Whether we call that lightning or thunderbolt وَأَنْتُمْ تَنْظُرُونَ While you were looking So then what happened ثُمَّ بَعَثْنَاكُمْ Then we resurrected you Allah said So these men who dare to say this blasphemous statement of Oh Musa they were killed, they were destroyed, and then they were brought back. Then we resurrected you, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. After your death. We raised you after your death. Why? So that you may be grateful. And these men are among the few who were caused to die by Allah and brought back. And in Surah Al-Baqarah, you will come across many of the, such stories. As soon we'll come across the story of the man who was killed and, and the, the Musa alayhi salam and, and the Israel are trying to find out who killed him and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revives him. We'll talk about that, hopefully we'll get to that story next week. So this is another time when Allah revived one who died and he will point out to his killer. Similarly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala caused uh, uh, Uzair to die and then for a hundred years فَأَمَاتَهُ اللَّهُ Then Allah brought him back is also mentioned in the surah as well as in later on in surah Al-Baqarah أَلَمْ تَرَ الَّذِينَ خَرَجُوا مِنْ دِيَارِهِمْ وَهُمْ أُلُوفٌ حَذَرَ الْمَوْتِ فَقَالَ لَهُمُ اللَّهُ مُوتُوا ثُمَّ أَحْيَاهُمْ The thousands whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took their souls and then brought them back Similarly, we'll come across the story of Ibrahim alayhi salam who will ask Allah, how, oh Allah, how do you resurrect? كيف تحيي الموتى? And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will tell him to take uh, uh, some birds and, and Allah, then Allah, he will cut them and then Allah will bring them back to life. So in Surah Al-Baqarah, you will come across many qasas of the dead being resurrected. Again, this should reaffirm the believer's faith that Allah is able to resurrect the dead. Which he will on the day of judgment, of course. طيب, Allah says, so after the, these men made this statement, show us Allah, arina Allah jahratan, then the, the thunderbolt seized them, the sa'iqa seized them, and they, it caused them to die, and each one saw the other one die, and then Allah resurrects them after they were dead, so that they may be grateful. And then we raised you after your death so that you may be grateful. The scholars, they say this was their punishment for their statement and then they were brought back. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then mentions another ni'mah. وَظَلَّلْنَا عَلَيْكُمُ الْغَمَامَ وَأَنزَلْنَا عَلَيْكُمُ الْمَنَّ وَالسَّلْوَىٰ كُلُوا مِن طَيِّبَاتِ مَا رَزَقْنَاكُمْ وَمَا ظَلَمُونَا وَلَكِنْ كَانُوا أَنفُسَهُمْ يَظْلِمُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala here is saying وَظَلَّلْنَا عَلَيْكُمُ الْغَمَامَ And we shaded you with clouds وَأَنزَلْنَا عَلَيْكُمُ الْمَنَّ وَالسَّلْوَىٰ And we sent down upon you الْمَنْ and السَّلْوَىٰ 
كلوا من طيبات ما رزقناكم and then it was said to them or كلوا من طيبات ما رزقناكم eat from the lawful things we have provided you from وما ظلمونا and Allah then says they have never wronged us Allah says because they cannot wrong Allah they cannot commit injustice with regards to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ولكن كانوا أنفسهم يظلمون but they used to wrong themselves so this wrong themselves is referring to all the heinous crimes they've committed, the blasphemous statements, the bothering of Prophet Musa, the not obeying, the falling into shirk, all of this. Who are they actually harming? They can't harm Allah, they're harming who? Themselves. Tayyib. What is this ayah referring to, Ikhwani Fillah, when Allah says, and we have shaded you with clouds? This is referring to the 40 years of wandering. And to understand this, you have to understand the, the context. So we know that initially, Prophet Musa is sent to free the people of Israel, Israel or, or the Banu Israel, to free them from Fir'aun's enslavement and from Fir'aun's torture and torment. And this is exactly what happens. He calls them to Islam and to Tawheed, and also they flee Egypt, and then uh, Musa, uh, Fir'aun is destroyed. So, after this... At one point, they are told to enter into the holy land or the holy city, Al-Ard Al-Muqaddasa. And this is mentioned in quite more, in more detail in Surah Al-Ma'idah, where, where, where they were told, Udkhul Ard Al-Muqaddasa, enter into the, the blessed land, the holy land. And this is referring to Baytul Maqdas, right? Or, or Jerusalem. So, but there is Khilaf in as well. Some Mufassirin have mentioned it was referring to another city, and Allah knows best. So when they were told to get into this land, this was a land that was conquered from them, and they were told to conquer it back. But then they didn't want to do that. They were very cowardly people. They don't want, they, they don't want to take back or, or do anything really. And they said to Musa, or they, they said to Musa, and we will find it in Surah Ma'idah, they said, إِذْهَبْ أَنْتَ وَرَبُّكَ فَقَاتِلَا إِنَّهَا هُنَا قَاعِدُونَ and, and they will say, إِنَّ فِيهَا قَوْمًا جَبَارِينَ The people whom we are supposed to uh, uh, fight against They are stronger than us They are greater than us So they were people That were very cowardly And then they say Musa why don't you And your Lord go فَقَاتِلَا Why don't you fight We will be sitting here Why Musa You and your Lord Go take care of it Something that is again Very blasphemous And something that is very rude And it shows you The kind of people Musa salam Was dealing with and it also gives you a very beautiful contrast between whom Allah gave Prophet Muhammad to be surrounded by. These great companions who said to him at the battle of Badr, اِذْهَبْ أَنْتَ وَرَبَّكَ فَقَاتِلَا إِنَّا مَعَكُمَا قَاتِلُونَ They said, we will fight with you, O Messenger of Allah. And we know how close the companions were with the Prophet and how much they were willing to do for the Prophet and how much they obeyed the Prophet ﷺ compared to what Musa is dealing with here. So, they refuse. They refused to, to enter into the Holy Land. They refused to uh, conquer the city and they, they just sit. This is when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then punishes them with 40 years of wandering the desert. So for 40 years they were wandering, they wouldn't be able to settle down, camp somewhere, live a, a, a settled life. They would always be traveling and, and wandering for 40 years. This is something that is known. The, so... While the wandering is happening, now you know the context, they were told to enter into the city, the holy land, they refused to do so, then they were said, then uh, their punishment was to wander the earth, which is what they did. During this period of tea, yatihuna fil arad, this tea, or the wandering, the aimless wandering, this is, and Musa salam is with them, Musa is with them. It is said, and Allah knows best, that Musa died during this time. 
during the time of the wandering. So he actually never got to enter into the Ard al-Muqaddasah. But, um, so now this verse, verse 57, is referring to while they are in the state of wandering. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, while you were in that state, of course now they are uh, fighting the elements. It is extremely hot, right? They are in the, uh, the, the hot desert. They need shelter. Allah shelters them. Allah says, And remember, When we shaded you with clouds. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, although they just refused to uh, conquer the city of Jerusalem, although they just refused to obey Musa, although they made another blasphemous statement when they said, why don't you and Allah take care of it and we'll sit here. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made them wander the earth for 40 years, but they were shaded with clouds. Protect them from the heat of the sun. And the scholars, they say they were cool clouds. The weather was always kind to them. It was never too hot or too cold. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَأَنزَلْنَا عَلَيْكُمُ الْمَنَّ وَالسَّلْوَىٰ And we have then sent down for you something to eat. And what was this? This was al-man and al-salwa. So the man... <coughs> so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would provide them with uh, heavenly delights. That Allah would send down upon them. They wouldn't have to farm. They wouldn't have to hunt. Allah would feed them and Allah would give them sustenance and provision. And they were called Al-Man and As-Salwa. And these two words, Al-Man and As-Salwa, are discussed a lot by our scholars of Tafsir. And you will have a lot of different interpretations of what they mean. We shaded you with clouds during the period of wandering the earth. The 40 years And we sent upon down for you Al-Man So let's explain Man first The word Al-Man It refers to uh, Some scholars say It was something sweet that they drank Something sweet that they drank That would descend from the, from the, from the heavens Almost like, like snow that would fall during the evening And then they would take it from the leaves And it would be something that they would collect And drink and eat It was sweet like honey A gum-like substance that was sweet like honey That This is al-man Other scholars have said al-man Is everything that Allah was giving them That was something they didn't have to work for Or look for Right? Everything that came easy to them is man So it's a general word that is referring to all that they consumed that was easy for them. As-salwa, the scholars say, ma'anahu at tayr It is a bird that would resemble some of the bird, like a small sparrow, or it was a bird that was easy to catch, and they would eat from that bird. So Allah would provide for them as-salwa and al-man. So al-man, it was something that they would eat that was honey-like, and as-salwa was the meat that they would eat that was a certain bird. So they were enjoying this. While they were in the period of wandering the desert, clouds were shading them, they were having this honey-like substance, and they were having things that they don't have to work for, or look for, and they were eating from this bird meat that was very tasty. Allah then says, كُلُوا مِن طَيِّبَاتِ مَا رَزَقْنَاكُمْ Eat from the lawful that we have provided for you. Then Allah says, وَمَا ظَلَمُونَا 
they did not wrong us, Allah said, because they can't wrong Allah Almighty. They can't oppress Allah Almighty. But truly, they used to wrong themselves. So now you've learned some of the many blessings that Allah gave Banu Israel. If you just start counting them, number one, they were saved from Fir'aun and his people. Number two, they were, the, the sea was split <coughs> for them. Number three, they were forgiven after they uh, worshipped the uh, cow. Number four, they were again resurrected after they made the blasphemous statement and the thunderbolt struck them. Number five, although they were, on the, uh, although they were wandering the earth, Allah would cloud them. With sh- Allah would shade them with clouds. Number seven, Allah would provide them with al-man and as-salwa. So these are all blessings after blessings after blessings. Number eight, Allah revealed upon their prophet the Torah, which is a furqan to distinguish truth from falsehood. So Allah gave them knowledge and guidance. All of this were blessings that Allah gave Banu Israel. Now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says again, وَإِذْ قُلْنَا دَخُلُوا هَذِهِ الْقَرْيَةِ فَكُلُوا مِنْهَا حَيْثُ شِئْتُمْ رَغَدًا وَادْخُلُوا الْبَابَ سُجَّدًا وَقُولُوا حِطَّةً نَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ خَطَايَاكُمْ وَسَنَزِيدُ الْمُحْسِنِينَ And remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, when we said, اُدْخُلُوا هَذِهِ الْقَرْيَةِ Enter this town Jerusalem. فَكُلُوا مِنْهَا حَيْثُ شِئْتُمْ رَغَدًا Whenever you want, ragadan, haythu shi'tuma, haythu shi'tum ragadan, wadkhulu al-baba sujjada, and enter into the gate of the city, sujjadan, while bowing. Waqulu hitta, and enter into the city, saying the word hitta, which means forgive us for our mistakes, O Allah. If you do this, نغفر لكم خطاياكم, we will forgive you for your, for your sins. وسنزيد المحسنين, and we shall increase the reward for those among you that excel and do good. Here you have, uh, after the 40 years of wandering, so the Yehud or the Banu Israel that are being spoken about in this verse are not the same as the one that was spoken about earlier. And this is very important. So they are perhaps the same, but this is many gen- a few generations or the second generation. Remember last time I mentioned, or the last verse that we talked about, when Allah was shading them with the clouds, and Allah was providing them with al-man, which is said was a honey-like substance that they would eat from, and the scholars have different tafsirs for it, but it was something that they would drink that was sweet, or, or eat that, that was sweet, and uh, as-salwa, which was a type of bird meat, this is what they would eat as a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, something they didn't have to strive for or look for. This is the ones who refused to enter into Jerusalem. And they were then told to wander the earth for 40 years. After this was over, they are again told to enter Jerusalem. And this, by now, by this time, <coughs> it is Prophet Yusha' that is with them. Yusha' is mentioned in the Quran. He is the young boy that is with Musa salam when he travels to, to Khadir in Surah Al-Kahf. Yusha' becomes in charge of Banu Israel. And he is there when they are told to enter into the city of Jerusalem. This time, this is the second time. The first time they failed, they refused, and they were told to wander the earth. And Allah blessed them while this was happening by shading them with clouds, etc., etc. Now, many, many, many years later, it is Prophet Yusha 
and some of the people of Bani Israel that are being told to enter. And they did. They conquered the city. And then they are told, when you're going to enter the city, Allah says, enter into the city and eat from it wherever you like, freely. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts one condition. When you're going to enter into the city, enter in a state of humility. Yes, you just won, but enter into the state of humility. Lower yourselves. Bow down. So it means uh, that they... Sujjadan means the regular prostration. You know, when you make sujood, that's what it means. But now they're told to enter into the city while making sujood. And the scholars say, because that is impossible, you can't make sujood and, and walk at the same time. They said, this was, mean, this was meant by bow down. Bow down when you're entering it. Taib. وَقُولُوا حِطَّةٌ And say حِطَّةٌ O Allah, wipe our mistakes. Forgive our sins. So, Lower yourselves, bow down to Allah in humility and in worship, and say, Oh Allah, forgive us. This was the instruction given to them. If you do so, what will happen? Allah said, We will forgive your mistakes. And we will give more reward for those among you who excel. So what happened? They, did, they didn't enter the city while bowing. Nor did they say the word they were told to say. So they were told to do a ibadatun fi'liya and ibadatun qawliya. To uh, enter into the city in a certain way, do a certain action and say a certain statement. They did none of them. Subhanallah. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, again one more, one more time the verse, and remember, إِذْ قُلْنَا مَمْ اُدْخُلُوا هَذِهِ الْقَرِيَةِ Enter into this city. Which city is this? We said there is khilaf, but the majority of the scholars of tafsir, they say it's referring to Jerusalem. فَكُلُوا مِنْهَا or قُدُسْ فَكُلُوا مِنْهَا حَيْثُ شِئْتُمْ رَغَدًا And eat bountifully therein with pleasure and delight wherever you wish. وَدْخُلُوا الْبَابَ سُجَّدًا And enter the gate in prostration meaning bowing down and in humility. وَقُولُوا حِطَّةٌ And then say, O oh Allah, forgive our sins. نَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ خَطَايَاكُمْ If you do so, we will forgive your sins. وَسَنَزِيدُ الْمُحْسِنِينَ And we will then increase the reward of those who excel and do good. So, now when this is happening, Ikhwani Fillah, um, they refuse to do both. Allah says, But those who did wrong, those who did wrong changed the word to, a, to one that they were not told to say. So, But those who did wrong changed the word from that which has been told to them to another. So rather than saying hittah, they said hintah, or habbatun fi sha'ira, or, or other statements. So instead of saying, oh Allah, forgive our sins, they said something that they were not supposed to say. Meaning, they started mocking the, 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 the commandment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They said hintah. Instead of saying hittah, they added a letter. And the reason they did this was out of mockery. And arrogance and refusal to obey. And also, when they were told to enter into the city sujjadan, like in Bukhari, uh, there's a hadith where it's mentioned that they actually went in uh, walking, sitting on their behinds backwards. So they did the exact opposite of what they were told. 
And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then said, فَأَنزَلْنَا عَلَى الَّذِينَ ظَلَمُوا رِجْزًا مِنَ السَّمَاءِ بِمَا كَانُوا يَفْسُقُونَ And we send upon the wrongdoers a rijz. Rijz is a torment, a punishment. Some scholars said it was a disease that uh, would turn their skin almost inside out. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala punished them for their blasphemous statement again. Do you see a recurring theme here? They say to Musa, we will not believe you until you show us Allah. And they are resurrected after they went through the Sa'iqah. They, when Musa left, they worshipped the Ijr. Now here, when they are told to enter into the city in humility, they do the opposite. Can you compare this, subhanAllah, to the conquest of Mecca, where Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, when finally, after 10 years, after the Prophet had to abandon Mecca and migrate to Medina because of, for his own safety, and Allah commanded him to do the hijrah, Quraysh was adamant in killing the Prophet ﷺ. Ten years later, many events happened, and finally, the Prophet, with an army, with a strong army, uh, comes and enters into Mecca and conquers it peacefully. He conquers it peacefully. And subhanAllah, the, the, the hadith mentions that the Prophet ﷺ, when he was entering and he was on his uh, the camel, and he was entering into the city, he lowered himself. He lowered his head so much to the point where his nose was about to touch the back of the animal he was riding. Out of humility and humbleness to his creator Allah Almighty, who gave him this opportunity, who helped him conquer the city, who elevated the status of the believers. This should be the state of the mu'min. Always have humility. Always be humble in front of your Lord. Compare that to these people, who, when they conquered the Qudus, they are mocking. And playing around Being told to say one thing They are saying another And because of this Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala punished them Allah says فَأَنزَلْنَا عَلَى الَّذِينَ ظَلَمُوا And what's important to remember is It wasn't all of them This is why in Surah Ta'ala Allah says فَبَدَلَ الَّذِينَ ظَلَمُوا مِنْهُمْ And then those Some among them They wronged And they, they committed this injustice And they changed the statement that they were supposed to say So it wasn't all of them Allah says, for those, of do, those among them that did do this, أَنزَلْنَا عَلَى الَّذِينَ ظَلَمُوا رِجْزًا مِنَ السَّمَاءِ The word rijz, Ibn Abbas mentions that whenever it comes into the Qur'an, it means adab. So Allah sent an adab to them, a punishment from the heavens, from the, from the sky. بِمَا كَانُوا يَفْسِقُونَ أَيْ بِسَبَبِ فِسْقِهِمْ Because of their engagement in corruption, because of their fisq, because of their wrongdoing, they were punished. طيب so, there are many lessons that can be learned here. If you notice something, every single time a punishment happens, it's preceded by a sin. Every single time, they, it's preceded by a sin. They worship the cow, then they, get, they are told to kill themselves. They say a blasphemy statement and say, we will not believe you until you show us Allah, or until we see Allah with our own eyes. Then the sa'iqah happens to them. They were then told to enter into the city and they refused. Then they were told to wander the earth and never settle for 40 years. Although all, when all of this is happening, Allah is showing them mercy, shading them with these clouds, providing them with men and salwa. Then when they are told to enter into Jerusalem again, and they are told to say, uh, and they will be forgiven. Again, they mess about. They, they say statements they were not supposed to. Imam Al-Qurtabi, when he's speaking about this verse, he says something quite interesting. He says, they were told to say, and they said, 
which means uh, a sha'ira or, or uh, it means um, a grains or, or barley. So they said, instead of saying, oh Allah forgive us, they said something completely different. Uh, and he said they added one letter. And he said, for just adding one letter, they were punished. Imagine those that add words and statements to the Quran and the Sunnah. Those who add innovations to the religion. Those who uh, introduce matters into our faith that is not part of it. Those who deny Allah's names and attributes. Those who alter the meaning of Allah's names. All of these people. Uh, so he mentions that with just, add, with just changing one word, they were punished. So it's very, very dangerous if someone changes the meaning or the, uh, of the deen. Something to be very careful about. Inshallah ta'ala, I'm going to stop here at ayah 59 tonight. And we will carry on with ayah 60. Where this tasqa Musa li qawmihi faqunna dribi azak al-hajar. Next week, uh, we will stop here. Inshallah ta'ala, hadha wa akhir da'wan. Alhamdulillah, rabbil alamin. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.